Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and videocast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie here at First United Methodist in Yankton, South Dakota, and I'm glad you could join me for this episode. In this episode, I want to highlight a new ministry opportunity uh, for you to participate in in the life of the church, as well as encourage you to participate in the things that are already happening in the life of the church. And I want to start off with our church mission statement. Our mission statement is what we say is the reason we exist as a church. Um, And if you know the mission statement, uh, I want you to say it with me. The mission of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota, is to grow disciples of Jesus Christ and equip them for ministry in the world. That is our purpose for existing, is one, to grow disciples from not knowing Jesus to being fully matured disciples of Jesus Christ who are fulfilling their mission and purpose in the world. And what is that mission and purpose in the world? Well, we say that part of our job as the church is to equip people for ministry, that people are living out their faith, that they are doing what God has called them to do and living their life in such a way that they are sharing the love of God, that they are serving one another, that they are loving God and loving their neighbor. And so that is our dual focus at the church. One, to develop you in your discipleship, to grow you in your faith. And we do that through things like small group, Bible studies, communal worship, things like that. The other side of it is the full expectation that as a member of our our church, as a member of this community of faith, that you are living out your faith. Part of our membership vows include the vows of service. And so that is an expectation that we have, that every member of our church is active in service in some way. This is an area that we continue to grow in. Uh, But I will also honestly say it is an area that we also could use a lot of growth in. And I say that with the evidence of constantly having gaps in the few things that we do put out for people to volunteer for. Every week, we usually don't have at least a greeter or usher signed up. That's a pretty simple thing. We need fellowship hosts. We We have loads of love coming up next week. We don't have people signed up for it. And so just looking at those three things that we ask for over the course of the summer and knowing that on any given day, there are probably more blank spaces than names on those lines. (coughs) I know that this is an area of growth for us as a church. And so first, my encouragement is if you have not committed to actively living out your faith in, in the context of this community, please do so. Please sign your name to something. Please (coughs) be willing to participate because, again, that is part of our vows of membership. Again, it's not about, I do these things so I can get into heaven, but (coughs) it's not about, I'm doing these things so I can get into heaven. It's about, I'm doing these things because I love God and I love my neighbor and that's what I've been called to do. Our United Methodist mission statement (coughs) says that we exist to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Too often we're focused on 
what the church is doing for us in our own faith. And we forget to take the next step of how do, how do we then help to transform the world. Uh, every week during during uh, worship time, one of the things I talk about, especially when we're we're talking about our offering, is that we invite you to participate in the church in three ways. The first is through prayer, that we invite you to be praying for the ministries of our church. We invite you to be praying for the people of our church and for our community and world. We believe that prayer is important and essential part of who we are and what we have been called to do. Second, we invite you to participate in the ministries of the church through your service. Again, that's what I've just talked about. I say it every week, and yet I still don't see the engagement that I'm hoping to see. Uh, so many, I think, think that there's going to be someone else that will sign up to do something, that someone else will cover that job and that they don't have to. Um, but really, it's all of us together that are called to fulfill the ministry of the church. And then the third way is through your giving. <coughs> Again, it is an expectation of the membership of the church. Again, if you have made the vows of membership and committed yourself to this church, that you are supporting the church in whatever ways you can through your giving. If you are visiting or you are um, have not yet made that commitment, that's not an expectation. You are invited to participate but it is of the membership that we expect that we uh, support the ministries here at the church. Now, I've said that for weeks and weeks, and I will say that there's been someone who's really, I think, taken that to heart, and they have created a way for us to engage in some of those um, opportunities. And so I wanna share that with you today. Um, you might see this, uh, it's quite large. <coughs> uh, in the lounge. It's called FUMC on the move. And this, <coughs> if you um, can recognize it, are maps of Yankton and then down at the lake area by Lewis and Clark Lake. And um, what this is, is an encouragement that whenever we do ministry in the community, we're going to mark it so it has a key here and it says neighborhood prayer walking care casserole ministry and if there are other ministries that we do that are in the community like um, when we do the banquet uh, that'll get marked uh, with a tag like this that has the ministry name on it so this one that's already on here is food for thought and it's marked where they that is located <coughs> we have people in our church that are involved with food for thought and so that has been marked <coughs> so let me talk really briefly about um, Care Casserole Ministry, this one you've already heard of. That is our ministry that was started in May, and we have casseroles here at the church in the freezer in Wesley Hall that you can take to people who might be in need. Um, so if someone has maybe lost a loved one, if someone is ill, if someone just had a baby, if um, someone, you know, whatever their need might be. Uh, you can take a casserole from Wesley Hall and bring it to them. And so what they ask is if you do something like that, and I tell you, uh, this ministry has been so fruitful uh, in the people who have received these casseroles, neighbors, friends of those who are connected to our church. And I, when I tell you that in the upper Midwest, that food is love, food is love. And so people are feeling 
cared for, loved, and incredibly grateful for this ministry. But when you, if you take a care casserole, even if it's for yourself, that's totally fine, by the way. Um, you're going to take an orange pin and put a pin in wherever you took that casserole. <coughs> so let's say if, if I were to take a casserole from my family, for whatever reason, I'd take an orange pin and put it here-ish because this is where my house is. Um, part of the reason that we have this is because we want to start to visualize covering Yankton with our ministry. If part of our ministry is to transform the world and be active in the community and cover the community, we want to see that happening and also to see where our gaps are. So the other one, the green one here that you see, that is neighborhood prayer walking. And that is kind of the new thing that's launching. And basically, one of, one of our uh, commitments that I talked about is being, per being in prayer for one another, for our community, for our world. And so one of our members had the great idea of encouraging our church to go prayer walking. Now that might be a scary concept to you, that you, that might not be something you've ever heard of or thought of doing, but if you go for a walk in your neighborhood, <coughs> maybe you even go with a friend or two, you can incorporate prayer into that walk. That doesn't mean that you're walking along, praying out loud constantly the whole time. What that means is that as you are walking, you are aware of what is going on around you and lifting up prayers as they come to you. Again, this is tying in with our God moments, having eyes to see, paying attention to the world around us. And so an example of this might be as you're walking, perhaps you walk by a playground. And so then you begin to pray for the kids who are playing at that playground, maybe for the families who utilize that playground, maybe for the people who are working to maintain that playground, and, and for the play that happens, that it might be restorative. Um, maybe as you're walking, you come across a house that is neglected or dilapidated, and praying for whatever has caused that, praying for um, whoever might be um, affected by that. Maybe you see a house that's for sale, praying for whatever family is going to buy that house, praying for whatever family might be selling that house. Um, maybe as you go <coughs> along, you pass by a house of someone you know, and maybe you are nudged by something to pray for them. Or maybe you remember, hey, so-and-so just had surgery not that long ago, actually. And then you just say a little prayer for that. But as you walk, to begin to just pay attention and to cover Yankton in prayer. So then as you get done with your prayer walk, you would come the next time you're at church and you'd put a green pin in the general area that you walked. <coughs> and so you'll see over here, there's a green pin in this neighborhood. And so maybe if you walk down here in that, maybe you walked Riverside Park, maybe you'd put a pin somewhere in Riverside Park. Maybe you walk down the campground. Maybe you go to the campground and walk and pray for the campers. Pray for the people who are there, that they are connected to a church, that they know who God is, that this time of camping might be fruitful for them. Um, pray for good weather. Pray for safety. Pray for whatever comes to your mind. It doesn't, it's not a set form. It's not uh, something that has to be constant. 
<coughs> but I think probably what you'll find is that you become more aware of your surroundings, more aware of the needs that might be here in Yankton, and it might spur us on to more mission um, and to meet and fill the gaps that are here in our town. Um, but it begins with us paying attention. It begins with us being observant. It begins with us seeing what's around us and doing prayer walks. Maybe you do it by yourself. Maybe you take a friend with you. Um, maybe you don't even tell your friend that that's what you're doing. That's okay. Um, it's a really great thing. But then come, and it's not about like, hey, look what I did, because your name's not going to be on that pin. But um, I want us to visualize what it looks like to cover our town with mission and ministry and prayer. And, and that we're really trying to fulfill that mission. That's why we exist, is for all of us to be equipped for ministry and doing the work that will transform our community and our world. If we're not doing that, we're not living out the mission that we have said is our purpose. And I'm really passionate that we become and are a church that does what we say we will do, that is who we say that we are, that when someone comes here and they read our mission statement, they can say, yep, this church is living out exactly what they say they are about. I want that to be true for us, for all of us. And I know right now that we are on that road, that we are doing those things to some extent, but there, we are moving on to perfection and that we have not arrived. And so I want you to hear this as an invitation, as an encouragement, and as as much of an expectation from your pastor and from your Lord um, that you are meant to live out your faith, that you are meant to be doing things with your faith and, and because of your faith. And so these are some of the ways that we are creating those opportunities for you to do just that. And so I hope that you take us up on that. Again, we have some things coming up that we really need your help and support. Please consider su supporting our radio broadcast ministry by sponsoring a Sunday. Please consider signing up for fellowship, maybe tag team it with somebody. It doesn't have to be elaborate. If you're not a big baker, uh, Delight Donuts is a great option. Um, Greeting is really probably the easiest job that we could have here, and for whatever reason, people still seem to think that's beyond their capacity. It is not. And then ushering is always a great opportunity. Loads of love. Also, if you um, have the capacity, consider donating to Loads of Love. Um, we need to raise, if, if trends stay the way they are, to finish out the year, we'll still need around seven to $800 to finish the year with loads of love. So please consider making that a regular part of your giving. Um, we've got a lot of things happening. If you haven't signed your kids up for VBS, please get that done. Um, right now we're in a competition with UCC who we're doing VBS with, hold on, to see who can sign up more kids for VBS. If we win our kids, get to put a Sunday, create a Sunday on the head of the UCC pastor, Pastor uh, Reverend Jacqueline. If they win, they get to do that to me. I am begging you, get your kids signed up. <laughs> um, I really wanna see her with a Sunday on her head. 
Um, and I would really like to not have to worry about trying to figure out how to get that out of my hair. So um, please get your kids, your grandkids, your neighbor kids, whoever signed up to come to VBS this year. It's going to be a blast. And then that Sunday, August 13th, we're going to be ha having a joint service with the UCC down in Riverside Park, along with a potluck that day. It's going to be really fun, really creative, and a great time of fellowship, not only for our church, but also with the UCC church as we find ways to partner together in ministry. And so I know, I know that it's a lot, <coughs> but as your pastor, as someone who is concerned about your faith, who is concerned about your spiritual health, trust me when I say these are good things to do. These are things that are going to benefit you. These are things worth your time, worth your energy, worth your investment. So please consider upping your involvement in the life of the church because good things will happen when you do. God bless you. I can't wait to see you again soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of What's Going On. We'd love to have you join us for worship here at the church on Sundays at 10 a.m. You can also find us online via our website at firstumcyankton.org or search for us on YouTube.